0: Stand firm in the like men, be strong. One day in a remote village, one of the villagers saw a baby floating down the river. They were very nervous and afraid, so they rushed in to save the baby. Well, the next day, there were two babies floating down the river. So it took a little bit more of the villagers to help. Each day, more babies were floating down this river, so much so that the entire village had to get out and help and rescue these babies. Until one day, a very wise old man in the village said, why are we spending all this time trying to save the babies? Why don't we send somebody upriver and hit it at its source and stop them from putting it in the river? Frederick Douglass said, It is better to repair, uh, I mean, it is better to build strong children than it is to repair broken men.
1: Welcome to the Act Like Men podcast. This podcast is designed to help pastors and leaders of men build an engaging ministry with their men. And we do this because we believe every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically-based man of God. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you here today. That voice you heard is someone we'll introduce here shortly, and uh, what a great story to tell. My name is Wendell Morton. I'm the Executive Director of Men's Minister Catalyst. Great to have you. I want to introduce again Dale uni my co-host. Dale, welcome. Good to be with you, Wendell. Got a great topic today, how to bring boys to men. Man. The voice you heard as we started was uh, Scott Hyma. Scott is president of Christian Service Brigade. Been in that role for 13 years. Been a volunteer with the organization for a total of 24 years. That would be a lifetime. That's awesome, Scott. Welcome. Good to have you here today. Thanks for coming.
0: Oh, thanks for asking me, Wendell and Dale. Uh, it's my my privilege and honor.
1: Christian Service Brigade is uh, mission is what? What is it? Why do you exist?
0: Our mission is building godly men of today and tomorrow. Love it. I When I got involved in 1999, you had mentioned about being a volunteer to start. There were five other men that got involved around the same time I did. I cannot imagine my life without them in it. So as wow. we were serving shoulder to shoulder, mentoring yep. and discipling and having a lot of fun yep. with our sons, we were sharpening each other. Yep. We would go on camping trips together, do life together. As I had mentioned, I could not imagine my life without them in it we each gave permission to speak into our son's lives Robert Lewis in his book raising a modern day night calls it a community of men that's where our mission of building godly men of today and tomorrow is really effective
1: wow so it must be a story behind that uh as to how you got involved what what can you bring us up speed on that
0: Oh, sure. It actually started way before that. Um, it was about when I was seven or eight years old. I was actually in Cub Scouts in a small town south of Detroit, Michigan, um, Trenton and uh, or south of Detroit. My I was in Cub Scouts and I came back to my dad and said, if I'm going to be involved, they say you have to be involved. And my dad said, well, if I have to be involved, I've been reading about this thing at our church called Royal Rangers, we asent, attended an Assemblies of God Church in Michigan, and um, we both jumped in with both feet. Um, same thing with my brother. And it was through my father seeing him serve right up until his sudden passing in 2021 at 88 years old, still actively wow. involved yeah. in leadership wow. in New wow. York State, that he instilled the passion of that intergenerational masculine discipleship in me.
1: Wow. Uh, That is a great story. Well, that does it, right? When you connect with your father, with uh, the things of God, uh, you're building that relationship. You know, they say it takes a man to teach a boy to be a man. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of the premise of what you guys are trying to accomplish. So what does that look like? What does CSB look like? If I'm a local church and trying to connect my boys, help them become men, try to get men involved, what, what does that look like?
0: Well, being a ministry of 85 years old um, wow. and some people ask me if I'm the founder and it's like, what? Do I really look that old? Um, you know, it. but it, uh, with, with that experience and that much, um, you know, we know how bo- we know how boys and men like to learn and yes. using your hands and yes. using activities and projects. Wow. We're guys we don't call them crafts um no. projects that we you know that that we'll do together and god is everywhere you know speaking you know thinking about the verses in romans 1 and his divine nature he, we can find him everywhere and to be able to provide a spiritual application to even hiking um, you know, our eight to 11 year olds, we have a module called hiking and we're going to teach them about obedience. Hmm. Um, We have one called siege weapons. Now, what little boy would not want to build a catapult? <laughs> exactly. um, he builds his own little personal catapult. And um, I always have to remind them, please do not shoot your sister with this. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they take home their own catapult and we teach them about God is our fortress. And so that wow. that is. It's in its simplicity of, you know, working hand, you know, hands on, shoulder to shoulder, having a lot of fun together and establishing good relationships. I tell leaders all the time it's not difficult to be uh, a good, effective leader. Show up, be there on a consistent basis because they'll know when you're not there. They'll know if you're not all in. So if you're showing up on a consistent basis, get to know their names. And then treat them like boys, roughhouse with them a little bit, here or there. They love that. And yep. you're you're going to establish relationships that uh, they'll now start to be able to listen to you when it's time for you to share the gospel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. That's a great story. I love it. T- tell me about the impact of a man other than their father. I understand the role of the father, but having multiple men involved in a boy's life—can you talk about that at all? What what what's what's going on there? I mean, you said you had like five five guys and their and their sons. How did it impact their sons that have five guys hanging around, hmm. uh, really committed to the same thing?
0: Yeah, every man will find when you know at a certain point with a teenage son that he doesn't listen to what things that he has to say no matter if he's saying the exact perfect right thing yeah, you know it's correct. like dad doesn't know what he's talking about right. and um to be able to have other like-minded men to come alongside and say the same thing and affirm it just it, it makes a world of difference yeah. um as i alluded to earlier robert lewis in his book raising a modern day Aunt, day night calls it a community of men and you know by by establishing that and when um my youngest son got married in uh, 2018 uh i was so proud of him because i did not have to check his invite list he invited each of those five other guys um every single one of them meant a lot to him too and it meant a lot to me for him to do that and you know a little bit of uh, vulnerability uh, on that aspect um, and you know, I, things came easy to me in my life, um, school work, uh, making friends. I wasn't a great athlete, but it was a decent athlete. And, um, I saw how my, my parents were married 68 years and they made, they made that look easy. My mm-hmm. dad made fathering mm-hmm. look easy and, and intentionality is such a key word for today. And yeah. in 1999, my wife of uh, 15 years um informed me that she was leaving me and my four kids it oh. made life real very oh, wow. fast
1: wow and wow. so
0: um you know that i had uh my two oldest sons were um 12 and 14 at the time and it it affected them quite a bit and oh, while yeah. they were involved in youth group and please don't ever think that this is a knock on youth group my my brother was a youth pastor they um, They did not have that community of men surrounding them like my youngest son did. Um, yeah. When I got involved in uh, Christian Service Brigade in ni- 1999, they went on missions trips, but their core friendships um, uh, were from uh, high school that I did not follow up on. And when I talk about that intentionality, I think back to when I was a teenager, if I did something stupid, I, you know, just my dad talking to me would have been enough. And it's not that the way and the the case now, yeah. um, and so um, you know my my two oldest are in their thirties still trying to find their way. Unfortunately,
1: wow, that's mm-hmm. hard. That's a hard story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hard to live. And but it illustrates the point you're trying to make of that community of men making yes. a difference in the lives of our young men who then become men who will replicate the same process uh, in their life going forward. Yeah, when you can when you can share with your son, my friends are your friends too. That makes a big yes. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that's one of the key factors in helping our boys move to a, a Christian adulthood <clears throat> is having a minimum of three to five other adults in their life who are believers who they can speak to because it, it it reaffirms the validity of what you're trying to teach as a dad or even as a mom trying to teach, if you're a single mom, working with boys. And it says things to your kids that you can't say, as you indicated. You know, my dad didn't get smart until I was about 22, 23 years old. I mean, it just happens that way, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we become an adult. And it's like, wait a minute. Dad was right all along. It just took me a while to figure this out. And I, I figured that out because he has men in his life who are saying the same things, and I admire them and respect them. I just don't have to live with them, so I have a different different mentality towards it. Thanks for being so vulnerable on that because that really that illustrates the point tremendously.
0: Yeah, I, you're so true on that, Dale. I, I know that um, this isn't a podcast on movie reviews but yeah. there is a really uh, good movie <laughs> along that point the secrets of jonathan sperry it's an older movie wow. gavin mcleod yeah. is in it you know the captain uh, of the love boat yeah, and uh, there's this scene he you know he's he's on this street and, and he starts to befriend these uh younger boys on the street and they're at a um a local pizzeria or something and one of the bullies from school came in uh, comes in and starts making fun of them and he said these are my friends and, you know, to be able to say that as an adult about, you know, teen guys, it, it means a lot.
1: Yeah, it does. It really does. Excellent. Excellent points. Wow. That's great. Well, if I were a church wanting to do something here, how how do, how do you and churches connect? What What's your process you should go through? Uh,
0: well, um, many churches will find us um, different ways um, by a search on the Internet, yeah. Um, but also uh, one of the biggest ways is uh one of our thousands literally thousands upon thousands of alumni who who grew up in um these and I I like I just wrote an article for Christian man magazine program is not a bad word in a local church mm. um it it seems that way sometimes and um to the when when you have something laid out and and Christian service brigade is kind of like a roadmap. And, you know, if you're trying to get from point A to point B in your travels and you don't have a map, you know, Mm -hmm. where you're not necessarily sure where you're going, how do you know you're going to, you're going to get to the ultimate destination that you're uh, wanting to arrive to without Mm -hmm. a map. And so um, local churches Um, I mean, somebody that that, that grew up, one of our alumni, will talk to their their pastors uh, about um, starting uh, a brigade unit in their local church. Um, In most cases, we are the full-blown midweek programming. Um, And it it is um, a little bit, it's a lot more difficult today because, um, you know, churches don't necessarily resonate with gender specific. So that means um, we get the question all the time, all right, well then what about our girls? Yeah. And um so we we recommend a few other ministries out there um for for the girls side. And so that so that means that they need two sets of leadership. Um, And, you know, there's a a lot of great ministries out there that run co-ed where it's a lot easier. And easier isn't always better. Now, I'm not saying that the ministries that run co-ed are bad or wrong. You know, they they produce a lot of, you know, uh, wonderful children becoming godly men, godly women. Um, But there is an added element um, when it is co-ed. That's different that you, you you know, you, you, there's certain conversations that you can or cannot have. Um, I alluded to earlier about being an effective leader of boys, of roughhousing them just a little bit. And you know you do that to a little girl, and you know that's
1: <laughs> you, you don't get her. the same effect, do you? No, no.
0: <laughs> a little different. <laughs> she may never want to, you know. Well, there there are some girls. I grew, you know, oh, I have, absolutely, I have three sons we, and one daughter, and my and yeah. and she she loves that, you know, growing yeah. up yeah. around guys. But for yeah. the most part, you know, God created boys and girls very different, and yeah. our culture sometimes is trying to blur those lines, and we yep. celebrate it. Um, and we we acknowledge it and celebrate it and, you know, treat it accordingly. And so, um, you know, we it, it would it'll take um, a few good men, you know, to, you know I, I know that we're not on the movie reviews, but, you know, <laughs> it, you know it, it takes a few good men in a local church that really have a passion about yeah stepping up to the next generation i say all the time if we don't mentor and disciple our boys and young men the world will quite frankly quite frankly they're winning at it you know you know even when you know um i'm I'm 60 years old now when i when i you know in the 60s 70s there was not instagram and netflix and youtube you know all of these things and while they are uh, um seemingly harmless and you know, in moderation, there is biblical worldviews, or there are worldviews that are occurring through this that yeah. children will pick up on. And unless yeah. we counter it with a biblical worldview, we're, yeah. we're we're behind the eight ball on our kids. And so it it takes it takes that roadmap of uh, men coming alongside a boy to show him what a godly man looks like. Yeah.
1: Well, so often the other things the, that's getting the kids' attention becomes, as you described it, it becomes their basis of, of thought, mm. their basis of belief. This must yes. be true. But when you get a group of men surrounding a group of young men, you know, they don't have the same affinity towards some of that stuff because that stuff isn't, I can't touch it, I can't taste it, I can't do it. I don't have the relational aspect to it. It's empty, and so you can you can help really form as we talked about three to five guys surrounding some men, some young boys, to help them understand you know what matters and what's worked and and uh, the the thrill of a relationship is much deeper than the thrill of Instagram. Oh
0: yeah,
1: much deeper <clears throat> leaves leaves you fulfilled as opposed to empty as it leaves you. Um, feeling like you're you're complete at the time as opposed to needing more. And so uh, what a big difference. And so I commend you and your commitment to this ministry, to this process uh, for the next generation. I mean, it talks in Psalm 78, it talks about the generations yeah. yet to be born. So that's a really critical aspect. If we don't touch the next one, we don't, we don't have a shot at the one after that.
0: Yeah, so, men are uh, busy men are and we Mm -hmm. have as i've mentioned with this roadmap we have resources for each age group Um, we have three separate age groups we have resources for men for these activities to teach them uh these spiritual applications and so uh you know it, it gives the supply list of and and how to do things uh but the the weekly meeting is quite scripted and I'll joke around sometimes in training of a training of a new leader it's like make sure that you go on <clears throat> some outings you know whether it be camping or uh tour something locally create your own things go on a hike other things and some and on your way I hope you get a flat tire and yeah. I I say that because that's not scripted, and so right. the the boys and the young men in that vehicle will see how this godly man reacts to something yes. so common as a flat tire. How is he going to react? Yeah, um, you know.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's well, you want to be careful. Yeah, you know, so I was going to say it's a whole aspect of seeing life and doing it with them and modeling them how you handle when things change and they don't go as planned. Yes. Yep, that's that's how you know the character of a person is is when they're when they hit the 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 bumps, speed bumps and try to figure yes. out how to react. It may also help a young boy learn how to change a tire if it's not on a freeway somewhere where <laughs> his life is in danger. But there's some uh, there's some tremendous value. In that. James Dobson years ago talked about you know when your family's on a camping trip, the best thing that can happen is the worst thing. The best thing to happen is you know downpours. Cars have it. I mean, whatever it is, because the family at the moment is saying, "Oh, this is terrible." Years later, they're looking back and laughing at it, saying, "That was one of the best times we ever had." Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's one it's of those. Counter, it's counterintuitive, but pray for a big rainstorm or hail or something. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely critical. Well, good, Scott. Thank you. This is this is powerful. How, how does the church get a hold of you guys? Um, you have a website we can go to.
0: Yes, uh, they can go to our website, CSB, that stands for Christian Service Brigade, csbministries.org, and uh, look for how to get started. Great. And uh, you can fill out a form, and we'll respond with one of our field staff, um, yes. or you can call. I wish I had our 800 number. That's right.
1: It's yeah, we'll have it in the show notes. We're good. Oh, okay,
0: and we'll have it in we, the show
1: notes. That's
0: good. Yeah, you, you, our, our national office. We were in Chicago for 75 years. Now we're in Buffalo, New York. Um, okay, and but you, okay. you can call our national office, and and we'll put you in touch with one of our field staff to, oh, to get great. you started. It's not, uh, it's not difficult to to start um, the process of getting going and getting started.
1: And even if they're not in your core area, um, correct. You know, if I'm in Alaska or wherever it happened to be yes. uh, Texas um Texas is probably one of your areas but uh you know anywhere you have the ability to support them uh even if you don't have regional staff in the in the market
0: correct yes and we even have um staff in Canada they're they're a, they are a separate organization um, yep. and uh, several other different countries that we're in touch with as well but predominantly that's we're in the in the United States
1: wow that's awesome well good for you good for you Scott, listen, thank you for your commitment to uh, the next generation.
0: Thanks also for your service
1: in in the military. We didn't talk about that, but thank you for that very much. Appreciate it. Uh, All of that makes a difference. And that's where some of your training occurred, I'm sure, along Mm -hmm. with a great father who was was actively involved in your life. There's so many young men who have no male that they look up to in their life. And they right. are destined for a, a, a troubled, challenged life, trying to fill the void, doing the wrong things to try to make it happen. Instead of letting God come in through a group of godly men and really create that imprint, the lasts not only their life, but the life of their, their next generation, the generation that follows. Well, right. so thank you so much, Scott, for what you're doing. You're a blessing. Thank you, Wendell. Thank you, Dale. You bet. Just a reminder, everybody. Um, our episodes launch on the first and third Thursdays of every month. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so either on our website or wherever you consume this podcast. And please take time to rate it. It means a lot to us and uh, provide suggestions uh, on ways we can get better. We want to make this effective for you because we believe every man deserves the opportunity to become an authentic, biblically based man of God. Bless you.